Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. In Victor Hugo's masterpiece, Le Miserable, one amazing line in the final chapter of the book or the finale in the musical is, this is so cool, and remember the truth that once was spoken, to love another person is to see the face of God. Well, the depth of that, I'm sure we could plumb for eternity, but we are going to dive into the depths of that this morning and here to help us out this morning. We have our very own Christian Toyota guy, Dan Santarelli. Robbie, to love another person is to see the face of God. How deep are we going to go, Robbie? Dan, I would say we are going to go about 400 feet. That's just my guess. 400 feet high. Yeah, we're going deep. (laughs) And I'm sure we won't come close to the bottom. So here are a couple dives at it. The first may seem a bit elementary, but this concept itself really is more than my mortal mind can get around. Simply put, Genesis 127. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So, in fact, to discover the image of God in another person or to love them, which defined in the Webster's Dictionary, affection based on admiration, is, in fact, to see the face of God. The admiration itself, I would say, is seeing God in them, which takes us to the deeper dive. In Le Miserable itself, it illustrates it better, really, than I ever could, but this simple practical interpretation is that each of us is made in the image of God with a special way. One of my, a friend of mine calls it, we have our special sauce. <laughs> you have a special sauce. We have a special way that we reflect God's glory. Watch the little girl on YouTube video that I posted right up there before Christmas, sing Oh Holly Night, and you can see her special sauce. I'm sure you can see God's glory there, but if you're looking for God's glory, I bet you've seen it in your favorite pastor when he gets on a roll or in Michael Jordan playing basketball, or maybe somebody you work with that has a especially unique ability to organize the most incredible messes. The point is that every one of us is made in a special way to reflect God's glory. To discover that in another person is, in fact, to see the face of God. Well, in Le Miserable, we see Jean Valjean, who would appear to be a despicable He's a despicable sort of a person, an ex-convict, mean and vicious. And the plot turns when the bishop sees something, the bishop of the church there, he sees something no one else does. He sees the glory of God in Jean Valjean. And he shows truly amazing grace to Jean Valjean by not turning him over to the police for he basically hits the bishop and steals the silver out of the church. But the cool part is when he calls out Jean Jean Valjean's glory and he says, and this is what the, Dan, this is what the bishop says to Jean Valjean. Don't forget ever that you have promised me to use this silver to become an honest man. Well, <laughs> Jean Valjean's standing there. He has no, he's standing there before the police and he has no recollection of such a promise because he just stood there dumbfounded. And the bishop <laughs> had stressed those words to him. 
And he continued solemnly. And he said, this is the bishop speaking now. He says, Jean Valjean, my brother, you no longer belong to evil but to good. It is your soul I am buying for you. I withdraw it from dark thoughts and from the spirit of perdition, and I give it to God. Now, heartwarming and amazing to see the question on the Christian Car Guy show today is how can I apply this to my own life? The question is how do I call out God's glory of those I love? Do I even recognize it? I can absolutely assure you that Satan recognizes God's glory in those you love, and he's hard at work to make sure that they hide it under a bushel. You know, one of the ways to recognize God's glory in yourself or others is to discern how, they are, how you're attacked. As John Eldridge and others in their ministries have helped me with, note how well, if you ever go, and, and I love the movie, but obviously it has graphic, graphic scenes and you need to be considerate of all that stuff. But if you go see the movie, which I just think is amazing for adult audiences, how well Jean Valjean, Satan has him hiding. It's unbelievable before the bishop awakens him. So to take this a bit further, Dan, do you want answers? I think I'm entitled. Dan, do you want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Dan, I'm not sure I can handle the truth here, but truly, in John Owen's book, Communing with the Triune God, he feels when we love others in this way, when we call out their glory, that we are in fact enjoying our conjugal affections with Jesus, our husband. Now, I'll give you a moment to recover from that and go on to consider what results from conjugal affections in our marriage, and that would be children. And although I can't begin to understand either, I know what Jesus commanded. He said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, you also love one another. By this, all will know that you're my disciples, if you have love one for another. Well, what happened when he loved me? I was born again. Now, perhaps, if I can see the glory of God in others like the bishop and call it out in them, new births will take place. I'm just saying. Well, on the show today, I have several guests. I'm very excited, actually. I have several guests who I feel are calling out the glory of God in others to see how we can follow Jesus' commandment to love one another. We have with us Craig Lockhart with Automax Recruiting, who's putting on an automotive super conference. This is so cool. Welcome, Greg. Craig. <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. Uh, thanks for having me, and hello, everybody. Glad to be on. This is so cool. He's actually putting on a conference at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, how to run your car dealership by the book. It, this is, so we're going to be talking about that. We also have with us Nancy Simmons, she is with TruePro, which is really cool in and of itself, but she's also the host of a Facebook group called Christianity and the Car Business. Welcome, Nancy. Good morning, everyone. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and, and she has a neat story I'm, I'm really excited to share. And the third one we've got with us, but besides Dan, who we know has been a Christian in the car place for business for a long time, we have Chris Patton and Chris and. Chris is with Mike Patton Automotive and the author of a blog that is a really cool blog. I've I subscribed to it since I found out about it, and he has some amazing stuff there. Christian Faith at Work, Integrating Faith and Business. Welcome, Chris. Good morning, Robbie. Glad to be here and uh, glad to be among such good company. You know, here are three people 
that really they're calling out God's glory in where they work, where they live, you know, all the places, calling it out in other car dealers. Can you imagine, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) What? If you're going to have a a Christian car dealer conference, can you get anybody to (laughs) – you're going to be shocked. We're going to fill the Charlotte Motor Speedway with these people who are trying to figure out how they can apply their faith to the car business. So you're going to be excited to hear about that. But now here comes the challenge to you, the Christian car guy audience, right? This is a live show, and we are challenging you. How do you personally, when you go into work in the morning, at home with your family, how do you recognize God's glory in other people? How do you see it? And then how do you call it out? Once you realize this is this is what this person's special sauce. They have got this giftedness that God has given them. Now, how can I help them, like Jean Valjean, do that for the glory of God? How do you do that in your workplace? How do you do that in your home? We want to hear from you because we know you have the wisdom and the Holy Spirit's prompting you. You call us 866 348 7884. This is a live show. And I'm calling out your glory right now. (laughs) If you've got it, I want to hear about it. I want to hear what do you do when you recognize it in other people? How do you recognize it in other people? And then how do you help them to call that out? Because you know what most of us do, Dan? What's that? We, like Jean Valjean, pull a hood over our head. And, And a good example would just be me on the radio. Because... I was terrified. <laughs> the last thing in the world I wanted to do when God called me out on being on the radio was to be on the radio. And I'm interested, Nancy, when God put it in your heart to start this Facebook group, were you a little scared? Well, sure I was. And, um, you know, if anybody that knows anything about social media, there's always that law, or that unwritten law that people say, don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion. And I just can't really be my true self with my friends in real life, my family, or with my online uh, social group if I don't proclaim the Word of God and say, hey, this is me, I am a Christian. And I think there's so many people that um, share that same feeling. And so I created this group saying, hey, it's okay to proclaim I'm a car guy, and I'm a Christian. Well, Nancy, we got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to hear about this, what, a conference for car dealers? (laughs) Christian, we're going to hear about that. And this wonderful blog, we got all this information. But most of all, we want to hear from you. 866-348-7884. You call us. On this page, I write... My last confession Read it well When I at last am sleeping It's the story Of one who turned from hating The man who only learned to love When you were in his kingdom music from Le Miserable and that is Jean Valjean near the end and the, you can hear the change in his life because somebody saw something in him and called out the glory of God which is quite clear as you as you watch the story read the book but the question is Christians in the car business how do we 
call out the glory of God and the people that we work with, how do we call out the glory of God in our families, wherever? And I'm really, I'm dead serious. I know you know a way that you recognize God's glory in other people and you know a way that you're calling it out and you are doing it every single week and I would love for you to call us and share that and encourage our other listeners that are doing the same thing. Please, 866 348 seven eight eight four i'm calling you out right now eight six six three four truth we have nancy simmons chris Patton, craig lockhart all with us they're doing that kind of thing and of course our very own christian toyota guy dan santarella from modern dan santarella from modern toyota and dan one of the ways that we on the christian car guys show call out god's glory from other car dealers is through the jesus's labor love program which you're a big part of and i'm so thankful modern toyota is doing that yes we just uh I know we fixed a, a few cars for some uh, ladies here in the last couple of months. And uh, the greatest thing for me is when that car gets fixed and they come out and, and that car comes out and they're just smiling. Uh, it's just, it's like a burden's been lifted off their shoulders uh, having that vehicle fixed. I got an email this morning from New Mexico from a listener who wants to join the prayer team. And, and that's just something that anybody can do. You can join my prayer team or you can, you can join the team with the Jesus' labor love. There's a volunteer form there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I would urge you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Find out about the Jesus labor love. What that is is free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. And interestingly, we get all sorts of opportunities. And, and, and it, it used to be just where we had radio stations that carried the show. But now we seem to be doing it all over the place. And so we're blessed by that. Uh, you know somebody's got a family in crisis that needs car repair help. Go to Jesus, labor, or love. Now, we were talking about how Satan would like you to cover up, how to hide your glory. And we got, again, Craig Lockhart with us who has got this automotive super conference. Now, was Satan trying to get you to cover up and not, what, put on a conference for Christian car dealers? What were you thinking, Craig? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you say that. You yeah. get both of them out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not real pleased with what we're doing, and you know, obviously, the closer we get to God, he he shows his face and is not real pleased with it. But uh, fortunately, I'm so grateful. We've just surrounded ourselves with just great, strong Christian people like yourself, and, and it's just uh, it's been wonderful. And uh, we're so excited about the opportunity to to, to bring this information to, to car dealers, car people. Uh, in Charlotte uh, at the Speedway during the conference. Just really blessed to be able to do it. And this conference is coming up, is it March? 5th? March 13th and 14th. March. The Charlotte Motor Speedway. Right. And so if you know any uh, Christian car dealer, somebody a Christian that's in the car business that would want to be a part of that, um, certainly there's a link at ChristianCarGuy.com. talks all about that conference and how they could be involved. But uh, you know what I'm really excited about, Craig, is that not only do you get the younger Robbie Dillmore Christian car guy, guess what? We got the elder. My father's going to be speaking as well. I know. I'm so pumped about that. I've had a great conversation with your dad. He's just he's a special man, and uh, I can't wait to meet him face-to-face. Just, we had a great conversation, so I'm, real, I'm pumped about both of you being there. It's going to be very cool. It is, and I don't. I, we've got another guest with us, Chris Patton, who has this um, – your faith at work, which is kind of talking about what we talk about every single day. And, and I'm interested, Chris, uh, why would a car dealer start such a blog? 
That's a that's a really good question. I, I asked myself that several times just getting started. Um, I guess the easiest answer, Robbie, is to say God opened my eyes to the fact that I was in a position of influence in a business, family business. I'm third generation. We've got about 100 employees. And I tried to walk away from it because I knew God wanted me to give him all seven days of the week, not just one. And when I walked away, he showed me very quickly that he had put me in the right spot, given me a chance in a business where I could have influence, start doing ministry through the business. And I started that back in late 03, and uh, over the next seven, eight years, tried to make that work. And as I learned a lot, I started realizing I need to share this with some other dealers or other business people that haven't come to that same realization. So I started the blog to, I guess, my way of getting the word out. Yeah, which is really giving people ideas. Um, I have to tell you, it's it's such a wonderful idea what Craig's doing and what Chris and Nancy, because for me, I I was a, if you go back <laughs> a few years, and I don't even know if you know this story, Dan, but when I came to Winston-Salem, I was a baby Christian, and I was on fire to find out anything I could find out about Jesus because my life had been transformed, and I was like, man, I have... I started reading the Bible. I started going to Christian Businessmen's Committee meeting. I started going to everything I could go to. And somebody stuck a book in my hand called Business by the Book by Larry Burkett. And I was the general manager of a Chrysler Dodge Jeep store here in Winston-Salem. And in that book, it said you're supposed to start a Bible study. <laughs> oh, did I get myself in trouble. Uh, <laughs> you're supposed to start a Bible study. uh and 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 I the fruit of that Bible study over the years has just been amazing, but it just terrified me to think that wow I I'm going to get um, folks mechanics and salesmen and all that to come up here. And Chris, have you guys got a Bible study there at Mike Patton? We do, Robbie. In fact, um, we've got a chaplain that comes uh, as part of Corporate Chaplains of America, which is not oh, too yeah. far from you, based in Raleigh. Yeah, I know. Um, we've got a. Uh, corporate chaplain comes in two days a week and he is taking somewhere between 25 and 35 employees roughly a third or a little bit less than a third of our employees going through various books um learning how to be a, a kind of not a chaplain themselves but how to recognize and and do the same kind of work themselves in their positions from like you said technician to salespeople to general office um and he does that one lunch once a week and one breakfast once a week. So um, that is that's really been a fantastic uh, resource for them. And I have employees come up to me all the time saying, "Don't stop doing that." Yeah, I, I would imagine. Now, Nancy, yours is a very special story. I love your story. Young Catholic girl, you were in Christian education. Is that right with your diocese or something? Uh, yes, I was the director of religious education at my parish for 22 years, and um, my story is uh, every year annually. It seems like Nancy. Back. Every time I start with you, we we hear the music for the break. But the good news is the third segment's long, and I'm going to start with Nancy, okay. and you're going to hear how this girl found out that she's the first. From what I understand, she's the first automobile apologist. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> explaining how a Christian could be in the car business. All right, you're going to want to hear this, folks, so stay tuned. And don't forget, you're supposed to call us and tell us your story. 866-34-TRUTH. Take my hand, 
another person is to see the face of God. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. How do you see God's glory in others, and how do you call it out? And we are blessed to have some folks that are doing that actually in the car business across the country. One of them's in Massachusetts, I believe. Aren't you in Massachusetts, Nancy? Yes, I am. And Chris, you're in Georgia, right? I know I sound like I'm from Massachusetts, but yes, I'm in Georgia. (laughs) And Craig, are you in Georgia as well? No, I'm up in New Jersey. Wow, we are scattered around today. But anyway, this is a great day to go to ChristianCarGuy.com because you can see the article I wrote there about this whole subject, to love another person is to see a face of God. But also, all these ministries are listed there because if you're in the car business, I got to tell you, you need to subscribe to the post Uh, to the blog, Christian Faith at Work, you need to become a member of Christianity in the car business. Um, That's a group on Facebook. Those links are there, and you even need to get ready to come to the Charlotte Motor Speedway to how to run your dealership by the book. All the links are there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus Labor Love, how do we, you know, single uh, car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis across the country, the podcast of this show, if you didn't, if you wanted to hear the rest of it, or last week's show, six reasons, six requirements in driving with God, all that's at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, when we left her here on Nancy, <laughs> she was going to tell us how she became the first uh, car business apologist. There you were, you were working in your parish, and tell us what happened. Okay, so every year as I would kick off the program, I would have a meeting with my families and about 500 families in the parish, and talk about the program. And at the end, we would have, um, I would just put in a little, um, you know, by the way, I work at a Chevrolet dealership, so if you need a car, (laughs) come and see me. (laughs) Um, And my dealer always liked that. So I would have a question and answer period, and the questions were not about the program, but... Nancy, how can a church lady like you be in the car business? (laughs) And as we know, you know, the perception of the car business hasn't always been the greatest. Um, So I would defend my career choice, and I I came up with the term, the apologetics of the car business, and uh, usually get a little chuckle when, when I say that. But then I would have to explain to them, and I absolutely loved the opportunity to tell them that being in a service business where... Our business model was to provide excellence and service and to help people with their transportation needs, first and foremost, before profitability, um, and also to, as you're talking about, bring out God's glory in each and every employee, whether, you know, if, if I was a dealership with 100 employees or 50 employees or 20 employees, to empower them to use their God-given gifts and their talents um, to be creative, to be innovative, to um, to make the dealership in the auto industry a better place. 
and uh, I used I used to get an, a little round of applause after my <laughs> my spiel. Yeah, and it's it, and it's an amazing story, and I'm going to pick it up with Craig. All of a sudden, for all of us that were in the car business, um, 2007, 2008 was just like uh, the perfect storm. I, that's the best way I know to put it. Things that none of us ever thought would ever happen. General Motors declare bankruptcy. Dealers getting fired. What? Breaking all franchise laws, stuff going on that was just unthought, unthinkable. And Craig, this is about the point where you met Nancy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a challenging time, that's for sure. And she told me on the phone, you know, based on a conversation I had, that, that you guys, you became kindred spirits based on your faith. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a real blessing meeting Nancy and, and Chris and you and all the other people we've uh, we, we've become friendly with uh, in putting this program together. And so there you are, Automax Training. What what Chris? Oh, excuse me. What Craig does is really it, it, you help train professionals to be in the car business, whether they're salesmen or managers and all sorts. Of, in fact, if you're looking for good professionals, Automax Training is a pl- good place to go. Um. So, Craig, you're in the middle of this perfect storm. Dealers are going crazy, and I bet they're not lining up wanting to spend any money when they're all getting fired by General Motors. Was your faith employed there at that point? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, it was. Yeah, it was It was pretty difficult to pick up the phone in the winter of uh, 08 and 09 and say, hey, do you need any uh, inexperienced salespeople on your show floor right now? <laughs> it was like, hello, hello, <laughs> dead air. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a real challenge, but um, you know we we did have faith and uh, we planned accordingly and and had uh, made necessary uh, expense cuts and so forth beforehand and had taken care of what we'd been given uh, and you know and made it through it and you know are now thriving. Uh, you know, been blessed to be able to uh, to be able to make it through that and our dealers set tight with us and uh, we've been able to expand and. And that's one of the reasons we've been able to bring this conference forward, just the relationships that we've made. And, yeah, that's and, the part uh, that I find fascinating. You walk into these car dealers, and, and that's a pretty bold thing to mention your Christianity when they could say, hey, I don't want anything to do with this wacko. I don't want him training my people. The next thing we know, he'll be turning the other cheek on all my customers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, you know what, Robbie? It, it's... It's interesting that that the acceptance of this has been far deeper, far greater than than I anticipated. But you know, I, you know, the the principles that we're going to be talking about at this conference are you know thousands of years old, and they're really not debatable. The biblical principles that we're going to that we're going to be presenting and, and wrapping around the the automobile business and every department in it are, are really. Good principles for any person. If they're good business, they're good for the secular dealer, the Christian dealer. Uh, you take those principles back to your dealership and and uh, and, and use them. Uh, your business is going to be a better place. The culture of the dealership is going to be a better place. You're going to be better thought of in your community. Uh, and, and and I think that's a real blessing for for everyone. And we're just so fortunate to be able to to do it. Oh, I I couldn't agree more. Now, Chris, how did you come to meet Craig? Or maybe you met Nancy first. Actually met Craig first. Uh, a consultant that works with us uh, mentioned Craig's business and contacted Craig, I believe, and sent him a link to my blog. Uh, then Craig called me and said, "Hey, I want to talk about business, uh, but let's talk about this 
Christian thing first. Tell me what's going on, and we and we just obviously hit it off quickly because of our faith. Isn't that a neat thing that that you know there's a brotherhood that comes out from your relationship with Jesus, and and I was talking about that with a friend the other day that actually in John Owen's book, what he says is that in that that whole thing with your relationship with Jesus, that there are there's affections that are to be had with Jesus in communicating with another believer. And I think for those of us who have ever been in a fellowship like that, where you really are connecting on all eight cylinders, you feel that Jesus is amongst you. You know what I'm talking about, Chris? Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, there, there are many days in the car business. There were more of those days back in 08, 09 <laughs> that <laughs> I needed, I needed that fellowship more than ever. Boy, didn't we all? And um, so I'm curious with, with with your site, which is you know faith at work. What would you say would be some of your you know your best stuff, or you know without spilling all the beans, but you know something <laughs> that you you know if somebody is out there right now and they go to work every morning and they're trying to figure out how can I be a Christian where I work? What would what would be something that you might suggest to them, Chris? Wow, that's that's a big question, Robbie. But I think the first thing, um, first thing I would do is is hit my knees uh, and and pray for wisdom. Because you mentioned a book uh, by Burkett, um, "How to Run Your Business by the Book." That was one of the first books I grabbed as well when I started seeing what God wanted me to do. And I guess the first thing I would advise somebody is pray and ask for wisdom, James. One something says, if you just ask God for wisdom, he's going to give it to you without fault. And he's done that, and he'll show you direction. Number two is take it slow. Um, There are so many things I wanted to do in that first 90 days of of having a new vision for the business. Uh, And it's been eight years, and I still haven't hit that list hard enough yet. I mean, it just sometimes... Like Craig said, you know, Satan is all over us when we step out onto that field, take on the uniform, and say, we're not sitting on the sidelines anymore. We're going out to fight. And it, it, it can go slow. But um, if you're following what God's wisdom is and what he's given you and taking it step by step and just trusting him for the rest, it'll work. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I know, you know, one of the neatest things that I did when I was in the car business, I do it to this day. Um, is that I, you know, my quiet time in the morning is just like, wow, I'm just, you know, to be in the presence of God and to understand some concept, just like to love another person is to see the face of God. As I, as I dig through that, when I get that in, in my heart that I understand it, when I would come to work in the morning, I would grab somebody, just anybody. <laughs> it might be a mechanic. It might be a salesman. It might be a cleanup guy whoever was in my path and say, man, you know what I found out this morning? And I guess my employees over a period of time just kind of come to expect that. And, and at the Truth uh, Network here, we have a, a devotion every morning where we get a chance to share all of us. But, you know, what a great thing to do. God fed you this morning, and now just go share what he gave you, right? I mean, you, right. you got That's it this it. morning. It's still You're still enthusiastic because you just learned it, and, and it kind of – it sets a pattern for life that you, you, you have a deep relationship talk with somebody almost every morning. 
Well, and I'll tell you, Robbie, that's that's what feeds the blog for me. Uh, it is constantly, as God's showing me things and teaching me things, and, and I still don't execute it perfectly, but as he teaches it to me, the blogs, the posts just flow out because it's, like you say, you get so excited you want to grab somebody. And <laughs> yeah, right. This is my way of doing it. And Nancy, do you do that same thing? I bet you do that on Facebook. I'm just guessing. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to just share a quick story. I started a new position on January 2nd as the controller of a, um, a Buick GMC dealership. And my first day, I wore my cross around my neck that I always wear. And um, there's about 70 employees at this dealership. And a couple commented, like, oh, you must be a Christian woman. And I said, yes, I am, and I'm very proud of it. Um, so my dealer, principal, came to me yesterday, and she said, you know what, Nancy? Since you started here, everybody has really lifted up their, their game, and there's no swearing. There's much more professionalism. Uh, the the chatter has, yeah. has really enhanced. And she says, I've just put a new policy in place that we are absolutely, there is no swearing or cursing allowed in this dealership. And I was like, praise the Lord. <laughs> Isn't that cool? You're just, you're, you're salt when you walk into a situation because people want to be respectful. I, I, I really think they don't want to use that language. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice to have somebody around to make that okay. And so, you know, that's, that's so true. Now, Craig, you walk into car dealerships all the time. <laughs> I imagine you see some colorful characters, no doubt. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a very interesting cast of characters out there. That that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. So they're everywhere. And and how do you do you engage them with with what your thought is of of what you're currently walking with? Well, yeah, and and I don't uh, I don't get out in the field as much as I used to. We have uh, I have 25 trainers that travel the country and do most of the most of the actual work out there. Um, Ah, so you're training the trainers, right? But w- within our company, it's you know, and it was a it was a struggle for me to 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 start you know meetings with a prayer end with a prayer, and, and we do it the the managing members of the automotive super conference. That's the way uh, we've decided to go is is open and close our meetings uh, when we when we speak with prayer. And, uh, to get that started, um, you know, it was a battle for me. It was tough originally. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, worrying about what someone else would think and so forth, and just you know, and then it obviously was just put on my heart to just do it, and, uh, and the, the benefits uh, to all have been just amazing. That frankly. is that is one really really bold thing to try to do. As I yeah. found, sometimes just asking my wife to pray with me <laughs> <laughs> takes phenomenal boldness on my part. You know, it's just it's a scary thought that you know you. You're opening up, but I know what that's like to face doing a meeting and say, now, are we going to pray? Or how about that awkward lunch where do I pray before we eat or do we all just jump in here? Right, right. That's right. Well, at the conference, too, my pastor is going to be there and preside over it. So that that should be interesting as well. So, All right. Well, we're going to go to another break. We have an awesome trio to talk about how they bring their faith to the marketplace but i want to hear from you still please 866-348-7884 we got plenty of time for you to get your call in 866-34-TRUTH how do you bring out the glory of god and others
Yes, you are listening to the Christian Car Guys show. You're thinking, what is that? Well, that is the finale from Le Miserable, and we're talking about how do you see the face of God in other people? How do you bring out their glory? And I, I do want to um, read that chorus to you because the, it's obviously inspired. <laughs> I, I looked at these lyrics, and I just sat there in, in awe of them. It says, here's the chorus. Do you hear the people sing? Lost in the valley of the night. It's the music of the people who are climbing to the light. For the wretched of the earth, there is a flame that never dies. Even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. They will live again in freedom in the garden of the Lord. They will walk behind the plowshare. They will put behind the sword. The chain will be broken and all men will have their reward. And this, this part, I could sing it in my sleep now. Will you join on our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Somewhere beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Do you hear the people sing? Say, do you hear the distant drum? It's the future that they bring when tomorrow comes. And to quote, I I guess, (laughs) the movie Gladiator, what we do echoes in eternity. In other words, what you do tomorrow when you get to work When you grab that person and you start to share what Jesus is teaching you, you are bringing out the love of God in that person. And what you do echoes in eternity. Like Jean Valjean, that bishop, when he spoke to him that morning, he changed it eternity. And little did we know that when Victor Hugo wrote that book, calling out the the, um, grace, the glory of God and all these other people through that book, how many people's lives were affected? How can your life be affected? Well, we have Nancy Simmons, Chris Patton, Craig Lockhart. They're all at ChristianCarGuy.com. They're ministries. Chris Patton has a wonderful blog, Christians in the Marketplace. Craig is putting on an automotive super conference. But, Nancy, there's another thing that you do that I think is wonderful that calls out the glory of other people, and it's called TruePro. Can you tell our listeners about TruePro? Okay, TruePro.org is an online forum for car dealerships, uh, dealership personnel only. Um, so what we do there is lift up each other by sharing our, again, God-given talents. Um, one person might be an expert in one field. Uh, so peers get together in private group settings and discuss the car business and how we can elevate ourselves and enhance our dealerships to um, to operate with ethical, moral business practices. It's free, and uh, sign up today. If you're in the car business, you'll, yeah. I'm sure you'll love it. That is truepro.org. Again, you can go to Christian Car Guy, find out about the Super Conference. I want to thank Craig and Chris and Nancy for being on with me this morning. You guys were awesome. Thanks, Robbie. You were great, man. Appreciate oh. it. 
I so love what you're doing and what God's doing out there now. I want you all to remember this week, right? Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. The thrill of the ride is in the curves. And how about calling out the glory of God and others this week? I mean, if you love them, if you love that person at home, how can you see their glory? How could you call it out? Think about that this week. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.